Greg and Lucky Podcast. New year, new decade, brand new Greg and Lucky Podcast. Yes, welcome to it. Our first podcast of the 2020 or of the last six months, probably. We haven't released one in ages. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've, we've always said these things haven't, haven't always been the most consistent. Mm. But when we get them to you, they're packed full of it's goodness. It's full of goodness. That's There's what an it's hour like. of stuff in here for you yeah. from the whole week. We've been filling in for the Breakfast Club. So we've been on early, waking up five o'clock. What time have you had to wake up to driving five. from your house? I had to wake up at 4.30 to leave at five. Every morning, it's not, it's... And your son's not sleeping? No, no, no. He's sleeping now. He's sleeping. Okay. He's back in Joburg. He's sleeping like a champion. Oh, uh, so yeah. when when he's out of his routine, then he yeah, doesn't then sleep. Yeah, then he doesn't sleep. Now he's like a drunk old man. Oh, he's good. Out. You haven't yeah. been giving him brandy, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot coming. We, t- we spoke about the holidays quite a lot because obviously a lot of people are on holidays. We, we did some fun things for your colleagues. Mm, yeah, a little later uh, for your colleagues. Uh, we also spoke about teleadultery. Oh, it's a so big thing. We always talk about it. It affects a lot of people and it's, it's, big, it's, it's bigger than you think. Then also something that we do every now and then, English is one of the most difficult languages. Uh, it's, uh, a lot of people might not know it's it's Lucky's second language. Lucky, mm. you actually grew up in an Afrikaans household. Yeah, so, so it's my second. So language. listen to the smooth cat talk here. Yeah, you <laughs> speak so well for. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got a whole bunch of other stuff. That's yeah, in there's the actually a lot of stuff here. We actually got fit with me. Well, I tr- we try to get fit with me. You were involved in this. I don't know how I got you to do this, but I'll try to do this. Yeah, I tried yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, we spoke about little things that you really love, those those treats, those little pleasures that you don't even think about. And then, obviously, the Meghan Markle, uh, what's it, uh, Prince Megxit. Harry? Megxit. I keep forgetting the, the, the couple name. The, Is that thing, has, it, has that picked off, picked up, the couple's name? Because no, I know it was big with Brangelina. No, so then no, no, no. Makes it is a is a thing on Megan and Brexit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but so it, she's but leaving the royal family. Makes it. Uh, yeah, but isn't it isn't it their couple name though? Isn't that no? Well, how, how, where's the Harry? Oh yeah, that's true. Ha- ha- Ham, Ham and Megs. <laughs> Ham and Megs. Okay. Hair and Megs. Uh, yeah. Higgs. That'd be a Higgs. Mm. Mm. Uh, then actually, we found quite a quite a funny one uh, about the first thing your partner ever said to you, if you remember what they mm. said. Sometimes it's outrageous. I'm surprised people are together. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of people that phoned in that said, what they said was quite shocking. Yeah. You can't say it in 2020. No. Not in this club. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no. Me too, I agree <laughs> with you, Lucky. You can't say that kind of stuff. And then talking about 2020, we're on a campaign this year to make 2020 your most interesting year. Mm, yes, and we try to uh, come up with a list for things to do for you. So let's just make it easy, just make it more interesting. And I'm going to say this to you now, Lucky. I'm going to get it down on record. I'm actually going to try and do 20 of these things because I know I know you're so always going to say, oh, you're so lazy, you never but you're do not, anything. You can't do them if you've done them before. So you have to do all brand new. Well, I don't know if I like that stipulation. <laughs> I said I was going to do it's, it. It's always the teaser. Yeah. Teaser. You got a lawyer. Listen, nice. But did you read the? Did you read the, the teaser? That small print, idiot. <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. Share it. Tell your friends the best podcast you've ever heard. Yes, lie to them if you have to, because that's what friends are for. The, the, the Greg and Lucky Podcast. If you're back at work now, it absolutely, absolutely sucks. Because you've got co-workers who are still on holiday. You see their photos every day and it's beautiful sunsets and European trips. You and walk past their holidays. empty desk. And you see, oh, what? You saw 
a, a cheetah? How did you see a cheetah in the bush? Well, cheetahs are pretty underrated. Uh, well, overrated, I think. <laughs> I le- you see a leopard. leopard. A leopard. Then okay, you're in yeah, the a business. leopard, it's in the business, yeah. But it, 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 it's hard. It's always a you versus them. Yeah. Envy. It's not nice. Uh, so, we thought, what better way to let those people know how we, who are at work, how we let them know how we feel. We write them a letter. Your family's big on writing down letters. Like mm. whenever, whenever there's a family feud, there's write, a letter that a, goes write out. Write a letter. Hey, listen. You know, this is how I. Feel. You put your emotions down on paper. Mm. So this is for you if you're driving into work at the moment, and you have a little bit of animosity towards your colleagues. Hey. I know you're still on holiday. I can see from all your social media pages. Enjoy the sun, sand, and sea. But please, stop showing me. If you're in the bush, or even overseas, all I can ask is that you think of me, please. It's hard enough at the office being alone and only having creepy Jeff from IT to talk to. Enjoy the break. See you on Monday. P.S. Thanks. The traffic's been great. Greg and Lucky on 947. They say that 702 does the serious topics and we fool around. Here we like to tackle the real issues too. We are talking teleadultery. If you don't know what teleadultery is, it is when two people agree to watch a show together and then one of them goes ahead and watches it by themselves. Cheating on you with television. My boyfriend and I were meant to watch Handmaid's Tale together and uh, we were watching an episode and um, it was getting really intense and he was like, oh, 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 you got to see, wait, wait till you see what happens. And then I realized he had watched it before me. We got into an argument and I found out that he had watched up to six or seven episodes a year already. Show some restraint, man. Six or seven episodes. That's like 45 minutes an episode. Dude, get a job, player. Celeste, teleadultery has affected your home as well. Hi, Greg and Lucky. Hi, what happened, Celeste? Celeste? (laughs) Okay, so my husband and I watched Suits religiously. Like, it was our favorite, favorite series. And um, it, we always watch it on uh, a DSTV catch-up. Yeah. And it normally, come, it normally comes on quite late in the evening. So we normally watch it the day afterwards. Yeah. And um, as my husband works weekends, sometimes he has a day off in the middle of the week. Mm-mm, and mm. I, so we watch it the day afterwards. I stood up, I went to work. I'm like, okay, babe, see you tonight. Got to watch suit. Got to buy a bottle of wine. All excited because it was in a critical part of the series and I came home and you know when you watch when you watch an episode on DC to catch up it gets a little sick I was like putting it up and I'm like why is there a tick Vian why is there a tick and he's like no I didn't I didn't there's something wrong with the machine and he does this thing when he lies he scratches his head and I'm like you are lying me. Oh, and I was so 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 angry. I was so angry. I didn't make him dinner. I'm like, you're not eating tonight, and I didn't even make him dinner. I love how DSTV just messed him around because you can't unt- you can't untick the show. Yeah, once it's no, ticked, it's ticked. Yeah, <laughs> Celeste, I forgot about good that. Good for you, Vian. Shame on you, shame my on friend. you, man. Yeah, shame on you. Yeah, 
Shame on you, Vian. I'm so angry with you. You're, you're going to need Harvey Specter to get you out of that one. Greg and Lucky on 947. English always lets you down. Yes, we were just discussing. My wife uh, was playing a game, charades, over the holidays, and she got the card Discus, which she thought was Discuss. And she was so upset how they had misspelled this card. She went on about it until it got to around and she had to do discuss which she did it was fine and then afterwards all of us were like but this is discus as in the athletic sport yeah <laughs> so we want to know when does english let you down uh, Mar- uh marissa what happened with you hi guys uh, compliments of the new year, you too, yeah. you and all the listeners. um okay so um many many moons ago my sister and i um and the family we went on a camping trip and um being bored in the evenings you know you got to play some card games and some charade. Mm-hmm. So um, my sister eventually had a turn and got to a card, but she struggled for like 15 minutes to try and explain to us what is the word on this card. Yeah. So, and at the end of her time, we're like, listen, just show us the card so that we can. She's like, but shooey, what, what the heck is shooey? Um, and at the end of the time, we said, listen, show us the card. And it actually was the word shoe. And now even like 15, 20 years later, we like, um, every now and again, we like, shoey, it's hot outside, eh? <laughs> or would you like to put on your shoeies, you know? Oh, uh, no, it was know, just shoe. you know, a straightforward word just doesn't click. And that's Shoo-wee. the worst. Marissa, that's the worst is when it's a simple word. It's not like it's like it's inevitable. Also, it's like when it's a shoe. Oh, oh. Thank you, Marissa. <laughs> Thanks, Marissa. My husband and I met 26 years ago, and my husband is Afrikaans and I'm English. My husband used to write me letters, and in these letters, there were so many spelling mistakes. So what I did was I, I spell-checked his letters with a red pen, almost like a school teacher. And everyone said to me, well, that is so embarrassing. How could you do something like that? And I said, wait, one day it'll pay off. And my husband today can write you a 20-page essay uh, with not one single spelling mistake. <laughs> That sounds like a fun relationship. Corvus, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where does English let you down? No, well, how's it, Greg? And lucky compliments for the season. All the best for Pretty Penny to you and all the listeners out there, Jared. To so you as well, my brother. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I'm, I'm from an English background and I grew up speaking English. And uh, in the Platwan book where I grew up, uh, I met an Afrikaans lady. We got married. We were married for 25 years plus. Um, I don't know if you guys... So English has let her down quite often. And it's actually quite a joke. And Afrikaans people always say, don't laugh at us, just help us write. Yeah. But it's always funny what they say. Yeah. So anyway, the story I'm getting to is, I don't know if you guys recall, a while back, VW had the Mark 1 Golf, and they were called the City Golf. Yes. And then they had derivatives of that. So the one day we're sitting in traffic, and my wife nudges me and goes, oh, look, baby, there's a Velo City. And I'm going, what? She goes, a Velo City. (laughs) Velocity. Oh, no. Needless to say, I laughed so hard. I almost made next to But anyway, it's my wife. I love her to death. Yeah. Uh, she, no, she, 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 she keeps us going. The Velocity. Yeah. Oh, that's quite a rupal, I'll tell you. English <laughs> will let you down. James, tell us your story, man. Greg and Lucky, how's it felt? Lekker, man. Uh, how you doing? Compliments of the season. Very to well. Thanks. How you guys? Good, good. Good, good. So I'm um, at the age of 35. I learned that the word several doesn't mean seven. It actually means many. 
No, James. Yes. You thought that several meant seven. Yes, the number seven. Uh, I did too for a long time, James. That is great. I was like several. Correct me, yeah. Yes, several times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right, let's do it. (laughs) Let's move it on. Awesome, James. Thanks, dude. Guys, have a good one. Several beers, please. (laughs) How's it, guys? Compliments of the season and all and all for the new year, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, English one failed a colleague of mine, so we were playing some spelling game. So obviously I thought I'm going to trick this guy and started spelling everything that has an E in front of it. So like Eto, so I'm like E-T-O-L-L, what does it spell? Eto. Then I get to the E-Y-E-S. <laughs> and the guy says E-S. <laughs> That is evil. You're going to hell. He sounds like he's such a fun oak, though. Oh, gosh. Sean, what happened with you, brother? Buddy, I was, uh, going to keep, I was driving with some, uh, some van start to a uh, boy's week in the way. And I had a drink about an Afrikaans guy. And his tune comes on the radio and he says, Yes, I love this song. It's my best. Uh, and it's Florida. I'm going to sing on Pink Florida. He says, No, buddy, it's Flo Rida. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Okay, buddy. Cheers. Cheers, man. Uh, loads, loads of DJs here at 947 made that mistake. There was a special. Whenever we get all the songs that we play, yeah, there's a, so there's a sheet. They write it out phonetically. And they're like, it's Flow Rider. Rider. Don't say Florida because it's not the artist. <laughs> Hi, 947. We always play uh, 30 seconds. This one time we were playing and at the end of it, I asked them, I don't know what is Panado. They all started laughing. It was actually Panado. Greg <laughs> and Lucky on 947. You've probably seen New Year, New Me all over social media already. It's only the 7th of January. People are decluttering their lives. I mean, Lux, you were you were cleaning the garage? Yes, Saturday decided to clean the garage. It was it's been coming for a long time. New we, Year, let me get on yeah, top of let the me problems. Get, um, let me just do it and get it over and done with. Decluttering. Yeah, so we start cleaning the garage. Um, I'm taking out boxes, opening them, looking inside, whatever. My wife has four memory boxes. I have none. Um, apparently, I don't have memories, but... Uh, What's a memory box? So, like, so photos? Like things from your childhood or letters whatever. Letters from an ex. Yeah. Okay. So, we find letter on letter from ex. Well, photos, sorry. Photo on photo from ex, mm-hmm. matric dance, that kind of... That stuff doesn't bother. But she's got so many other, like... Um, like she used to be uh, she's a ballerina she used to be a ballerina mm-hmm. okay and there was just there's a box full of shoes from a ballerina days mm-hmm. so I'm like okay cool let's, let's throw this out you know you're not gonna wear these anymore you don't need to be she's like no 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 I wanna keep them in case we have a daughter I was like but my daughter's gonna love your stinky old <laughs> shoes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she was like no she wants to keep all of these I'm like my babe what is our daughter gonna do look at them and go cool Thanks, Thanks, mom. mom. That's what I want to. I want to get into these, and then like other ballerina things, like little hooks of a ballerina shoe or or a little dress. Or and I was, I was like, uh, you want to throw it away? Yeah, I want to throw it away. Let's let's be honest. I've got her phone number. Um, should it's we funny. should we call her? Yeah. And uh, you're gonna lay down the law with your wife, <laughs> which happens never in the Duplessis household. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna ask her to 
to just uh, chuck away the memories. Chuck away the memories, yeah. Are you scared you'll ask you to chuck something away? Oh. Hello. Hi. Hi, B. Uh, good morning. Hi. You're live on the radio. How are you doing? Yes, good in here. Good, good, good. Good, good, babe. Uh, B, we're calling you because uh, Lucky has something to say to you. Okay. Babe, so we're chatting about uh, decluttering. Uh, you know, as we obviously cleaned the garage on uh, Saturday. Um, yeah. we, we, I was just finding because I was telling Greg that you have some ballerina stuff that you've kept because you want uh, for one day in case we have a daughter so our daughter can look and wear these shoes or whatever. So we're talking about decluttering. So I think you, I think we should just throw them out. Let's just get rid of them. Why? Because, uh, you know, what is our daughter going to do? I mean, what, is she going to put on your stinky shoes? Uh, what's she going to look at them? We're going to take photos. No, exactly. You can take photos of them. You can say, I'm wearing my, my mother's 40-hour old shoes. They are whatever. No, I'm a sentimental person. No, but... Yeah, do you think she's going to want to? Yes, I would have liked to have worn my mother's. Oh, okay. She just... <laughs> can't. We'll, we'll be here. Let's, why don't we turn the tables here? Lucky wants you to throw away the shoes. What do you want to throw away of his? Um. Well, yeah, listen. I'm actually a very fair person. He wants to put his Craven Week uh, photo up and I told him he can put it up in the house. So I think he can give me my shoes. Why can't I put my Craven Week photos up? My son needs to see that his dad was a star. Once was... I just... Okay. I just said you can put it up. I've allowed you to put it up. And and my bar stuff, can I take it out the box? No. <laughs> Okay, this isn't going anywhere. Okay. Uh, final word here, B, you're keeping the shoes. I'm keeping the shoes. Uh, okay. All right, that's fine. All right. Oh, is, okay. that, is that how most of your arguments <laughs> end with your wife uh, once again not doing uh, what you ask yeah, her that, to? That's actually, this recipe has been followed for years now, so I'm used to these answers. Um, what do you want to throw away of your partner? Seeing as though everybody is decluttering now, yeah, 2020. Spring cleaning, maybe just getting ready for the year. What do you want your partner to throw away? And what better way to do it than live on the radio so that they, they really know? Yeah, and also that they need to because they're under the pressure. Give us a ring, 011-88-38-947. Or you can also pop us a little WhatsApp voice note. Morning, guys. Yes, my wife is now so happy. I had a three-quarter orange pants, shorts. Yeah, she hated that thing. She ironically now says that I'm so glad that that shorts disappeared. Hmm, I know who made it disappear. Here on 947, that's what we're talking about. What things of your partners do you want to get rid of? We're spring cleaning your life. Yeah, we're spring cleaning. We're getting rid of it. Decluttering in 2020. You're with Greg and Lucky. We had DJ Zintler tomorrow day. Before that, Marsha, you are sitting in the car with your husband and you want to get rid of something. Yes, Greg and Lucky. It is in my house. We have these tools laying all around or car parts, you know, mud, um, mud flat, what do you call it? Yeah. Mud flat, yes. These tools, you get a, everything is just laying around. It's under the bed, it's on the kitchen cupboard, under the cupboard, in my bathroom, old tires, it's hectic. Why does he keep his work things inside the house? I really don't know. He doesn't want to get rid of it. He says it's money. So when someone comes in, he can just fix up something quickly. But I think it's totally useless because it clutters up my whole house. Marsha, you sound like you uh, you need a break. You need someone to come in there and sprinkle. 
Really, hey? And and have you spoken to him about this? Yes, I have. We 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 have arguments about this. Yeah, because you you I know you're trying to sit down for tea and then you have to move. Uh, a, a mud flap out the way. Sorry, no, 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 no. Sit next no, to the I'll, exhaust. I'll get the biscuits yeah. now. Sit over here by the exhaust. No, no, no. Don't sit on that. that that's a, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. yes. Marsha. Now we have small kids, eh? So they get busy too fun. So they will be starting with a spanner and just fixing something. The whole house will be cluttered. Oh, no. Marsha sounds like she's at a wit's end, eh? Marsha, uh, you're going to have to out your husband on the radio now. A uh, full name, surname, and tell him he needs to get rid of them spare parts. I will do. <laughs> tell us what's his name. Say say it on the radio. Okay. Keegan Thunderheart, please get rid of all the spare tools, every clutter in the house. <laughs> Damn yeah. right, Keegan. There we you go. heard it. Thank you. He, he said no in the background. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. All right. Thanks, Marsha. Uh, this is definitely one way to get rid of something that you don't want from your partner. Hi, Greg and Lucky. This is Silas. Just wanted to let you know, you know, my husband had this pair of shoes. The most ugliest pair of shoes you can ever find. And I couldn't get him to get rid of the shoes. You know, fortunately for me, we had an armed robbery. We were held up by six guys with AK-47. Thankfully, the shoes went away. Greg and Lucky on 947. We want to know what are those little pleasures that you have that you don't really think about. Yeah, last little pleasures that you, you don't think about, but when they happen, you're thinking, oh, wow, yes. Whenever my fiancé brings me a beer from the fridge and I don't have to ask for one. Oh, is that for you? That, mm, that she really gets you. She knows. She yeah. knows. She read my mind. She knows what I love most, her and beer. Uh, I think for me, it is definitely a good pair of socks. Socks? Socks are so underrated. Oh, I love good socks. If you got socks for the present, would you be happy? That's what I asked for last Christmas. I asked for nice socks. Who do you think will play you in the movies? The world's most boring man. <laughs> Tsepo, uh, what's your little pleasure that you don't even think about, but you love it? Ah, man. I just had the, the best morning coffee smell of my life. Oh. And it just took me took me to class 15. Like, I, I was literally, like, ready for the day. I, yeah. It was the best thing that happened. It was the best way to start the day. I, I'll, I'll tell you that. Yeah. A good coffee gets you... In the right place. Yeah, but you're talking about smells, Temple. The it, it, have you ever walked past the back of a mall where they've got a pick and pay or something like that, and you can smell the bakery? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. You know what? It, 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 let me tell you something, uh, Greg. Like it, it's it, it's got to be good coffee, not just you know uh, instant and whatnot. No, it's, it's got to be good. No. Yeah. You know that just gets you there. It, it, it like literally takes you to your fantasy world. Oh, yeah. I'm just starting my day out. The way it should. Uh, and, that's know, what. It's a Friday, and I know I'm I'm, I'm having beers later, but you know <laughs> this is just coffee now. <laughs> Th- thanks, Tipo. I don't want to lie. Have a lack of Friday, man. It started off on a good note for him. Yeah. I know it's only the start of the year, but when a meeting gets cancelled, oh. <laughs> best feeling ever. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. 
The Greg and Lucky Podcast. Don't you hate people who are still on holiday? Mm, we don't hate them. They're just more fortunate than us, Greg. I.e. we hate them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've got better leave packages. They're way more richer. It's all the... They've planned their lives properly. Yeah. It's just jealousy. It is jealousy at work. Uh, we know a lot of people will only be coming back to work on Monday. The 13th. Now, that's the the official work back. Like, the country is ready to make the money again. Because we have to. Because ESCOM is taking it all. And nearly the Breakfast Club are back. Yeah, yeah. The, the A-team will be in. They'll be in. <laughs> you don't have to hear any of this anymore. But there's a little bit of a guide that we've created for you. For you to remember. Because there's an etiquette to being back at the first day of work. You don't want to just fly in there being mm. hero number one. Uh, so following up on things that you wanted at the and end also, of the year. And also, you can't come back sad and like grumpy. Like you've been on holiday. Pull it together. Be ready. You know, like there's you are. Here are the five steps. Greg and Lucky's Guide to ease you into the first day back at work. Number one. Remember to say Happy New Year's and did you have a good holiday and all that blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. You know that stuff. Hey, compliments of the season. How was Christmas? Oh, no, no. Christmas was all good with the family, man. Uh, Happy New Year to you, too. Number two. Remember to start reading your emails from the bottom up. And if you like to live dangerously, rather just delete everything that wasn't sent in 2020. Did you see the mail from Rick on Christmas? What mail? Number three. Make sure that you take two coffee breaks before having a two-hour lunch. Hey, man, I just got to pop out real quickly for a meeting at Tasha's. And number four, remember to congratulate each and every one of your colleagues who got engaged this festive season. Ooh, who was it? Was it the sales manager, the intern, or the chick from finance? So many people got engaged. (sighs) New Year's engagement, so original. And number five, most importantly, look busy. Clean your desk, organize your desktop, and wind down the clock until you have to leave at 3.30 p.m. (sighs) Because remember, it's only 93 days until your Easter holidays. Can't wait. Greg and Lucky on 947. You are getting old. Yes, there are signs out there, and you know it every now and then it happens to you, all your friends or your family that you're hanging out with, you realize, "Mm, I'm getting old. Good morning, Greg and Lucky. I know I'm getting old because last night we had a bry and I complained to my husband because we only got home around 10. <laughs> what time is it? What time is it to get home at this hour? I don't think you have to feel bad. Last night I was also, the bry, everyone was gone by like 9.30. Yeah. And and you were happy. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No. Whew. My fiance was like, oh. Babe, I really wanted to have another drink and I was like, oh, I, could, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. I just you know, you're getting old uh, when you can't remember how old you are. So people ask you, yo, dude, how old yeah. are you this year? And you're like, um, that's actually a good question. I did that in 2018. I kept telling people that I was 30 and if my wife kept saying, you're not 30, you're 29. Pull it together, man. And I, I just couldn't remember. Which... As I hate you, I know that numbers. There's just so many of them. <laughs> Dan, how do you know you're getting old? Uh, um... Um, so, actually, sorry, that's not how I know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I actually realized that all the kids who were born in the year 2000, they turned 20 this year. Yeah. Oh! And, yeah, and then the other thing was, my one of my favorite movies 
Gone in 60 Seconds was also released in the year 2000. Did you say Gone in 60 Seconds is your favorite movie? Yeah, uh, one of my favorites, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, lucky we're not here to judge. We're no, no, time, no, I'm man. saying. Yeah, I'm saying. Was that how many years God, ago? Eleanor. 20 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. stand I still think the 80s are 20 years ago. No. <laughs> that is rock. But the age thing when it comes to kids, it's it's always when you hear like a football star in like Man United or whatever. And you're like, oh, wow. And then you check up his, he was born in 1992. And you're like, oh, 95. You're like, what? How does that work? Yeah. I'm getting old because... I don't fit into a size 28 pants anymore. Who does? <laughs> Who does? <laughs> Hi, Craig and Lucky. My name is Tapelo and I'm from Rudderport. I recently spotted two gray hair on my left hand, mm. left side of my beard. Now I know that I'm really getting old. Welcome to the club, brother. Welcome. To when you club. start spotting grays elsewhere, that's when you really know it's over. Craig and Lucky on 947. You better start working mm. out. People are cramming into the gyms. They're trying to reach goal weights. Yeah. You've given up drinking so that you can get into the 80s. I need to get into the 80s again and not the years. But yeah, my, my weight, my goal weight. I've, I haven't been, I haven't weighed 80 in years. You ran a marathon last year and you didn't get down to that. No, bro. I got to like 93, 92 and I just, like I was pushing it. I think I know what your problem is. What, delicious treats? Yes, I know as well. Yeah, I know, but you have a rubber arm. <laughs> because every now and then, and your rubber arm weighs yeah, you down. It weighs me down. Because every now and then, I, I twist the rubber arm. I'm a sucker for cold beers. And then bro. you're having platters for four and oh, beers. I had a cut. I had a, That was the beginning of our relationship. Greg and I's relationship was set on platters for four at the Baron. We but for go, only two people. But only two people. <laughs> and, and then before I knew it, I was like 97. I was like, Greg... I'm sorry to do this to you, but I can't do platters for Ford. Fat Lucky was funny <laughs> Lucky. Now he's got everybody working out. Yes. Yeah, so we want, you know, new me, new year, new me. Uh, if you got a goal, if you're trying to do it, maybe start off slow. The 13th of Jan will be the like the real first day of work. So we're trying to ease you into the year. Mm. And every single day, I'm going to give you a little exercise to do just to get the body going. Because also, if you do exercise, the next the two days are quite tough on your body. Uh, so yesterday we did push-ups, 20 push-ups. Yes. Simple, not too hard, not too not too tough to do. This morning we were out on the balcony mm. and uh, 20 lunges. I sorry, no, no. I was out on the balcony. I thought you were there. I had a very important coffee and cigarette <laughs> meeting that I needed to make. So we were out this morning doing 20 lunges. You can do them in your office. They're quick. It's easy. It's nice to do. Just do them. Get the body going So the tomorrow. lunges when you go with the knee. Yeah. Uh, like you, you look like you're about to propose to someone. Oh, okay. That's what, that's what a lunge is. Okay. So go check the video out on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Instagram, uh, hashtag Greg and Lucky. You can watch the video there. But please do them and don't slack off like Greg does. And last one. 20. Ah, there we go. All right. Greg the Jew. Greg. Greg. Check it, out. Check it out. Check out Greg and Lucky on Facebook for all the pics and vids from the show. Ladies, how hard is it for you to find a man? Sharon Stone has decided to go on to Bumble to look for some good men because there are obviously none out there. The pool is shallow. Hi, Greg and Lucky. Oh my gosh, you guys have no idea how difficult it is to find a guy. You either find a guy that's got someone but pretends like they don't 
Or mm. you meet those who are like, um, I do have someone, but I'd still like to kick it with you. What? And you're like, what am I? <laughs> Seems like all the good guys are taken. Like, yeah. They don't sound that good. If no. No, no. I am with someone, but I'd like to kick it with you. What? Yeah. It's the opposite of a good man. Runia, what about you, man? Sorry. Hi. Um, uh, no. Um, they actually don't know how to date anymore, actually. So... They don't know how to take a woman on a date. If they just want to chill or hook up or pass by your place or have you pass by their place. It's not a date. Yeah. Or take you out to a drink. That's not a date. That's just a drink. Yeah. Don't know how to take <laughs> yeah. you for dinner or like buy you flowers. No. They, oh my goodness. No man knows how to buy flowers anymore. I've heard this saying, somebody said the other day that like when you see a man with flowers, it's he's done something wrong. And that's unacceptable. Sometimes you just want to buy a woman flowers. Like I bought my wife flowers the other day and somebody said, oh, is it her birthday? I said, no, it's just, I just bought her flowers. Why not buy her flowers? Suck up. Suck up. <laughs> Rinia, don't worry. The men of Joburg are listening. They are taking notes. They'll start taking you on dates as well, okay? Oh, please. Thank well, you. Hopefully. Jeez. <laughs> Hi, Green and Lucky. Um, okay. A dog show is an understatement. Ooh. I have been single for eight or nine years. <gasps> to be honest, I think I'm kind of at the stage where if I don't see things moving forward, which <laughs> I apparently haven't, I'm not wasting my time or the other person's. I'm on everything from Tinder to J-Swap to... Bumble to, yeah. Wow, man. Come on. Taryn, tell us your story. Taryn, I'm sorry, it's me. Um, yeah, I've been, I've had three serious relationships. Um, I married once and had a child with each in each relationship. All three of those men were cheats. They cheated on me. Oh. Um, they were alcoholics. They were the drugs. Um, they, they were basically just rubbish men stole my kids from me um (laughs) yeah and um i've been single now since 2010 and i'm loving it i'm loving it i just gotta say man i mean after what you've told us and you're so bubbly still i gotta give props to you Thank you. Like no, it's, it's been hard. It's you're been still really, such a, really hard. You have no idea. No, but stay, but, um, stay, yeah. Listen, stay happy though. But that's the, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's, yeah, and let me tell you about married men. No. <laughs> married men are not good men. The good men are, the supposedly good men who are taken are not good at all. I, I can't tell you how many married men I get hit who hit on me. <gasps> and not even the single men anymore. It's the married men. Oh man, this this no, runs deep. Men op- are not good. I think we've opened up the wrong box. Chris. Yeah, no, this is Pandora's box. It's uh, Michael needs to get his together box. The Greg and Lucky Podcast. I know a lot of you came back to work today, so you do Thursday, Friday, and then uh, you really kick into things on Monday. Hopefully, you had a good holiday wherever mm. you went. Maybe you were renting. Yeah, maybe you 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 had an idea of where you wanted to go. I, I went on holiday. We went up to up north. To the bush it's always quite nice to go into the bush it's quite hot but always beautiful and uh love a bit of bush some animals you know you get mm, in touch with mm. it and we hired this place out and in the on the the, the, the internet whatever it said four star yes or five star 
Yeah. So I'm thinking, I mean, this is this is exactly what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. It's hot. I want a pool. I want to swim. I want to see some animals. Great. It wasn't four or five star. No, it wasn't. It wasn't even close to a four or five star. Okay. The four or five star. And, and Greg knows that I'm very particular about stars. When mm-hmm. I drive in an Uber, I've said to Greg, no one ever gets a five star. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I do Zappa, no one ever gets a five star because there's always room for improvement. Now, Lucky, I'm glad that you said that because... This is an intervention. Is like you're right, or is he wrong? An intervention. Yes. Joburg, we need your help. Okay. Lucky just said it himself. He doesn't give a five-star rating to an Uber driver ever. Ever, yeah. I don't. Whenever he gets a rating on an online app, Zapper, SnapScan, always four stars. Yeah. There's always room for improvement. Yeah, there is. There's always room for improvement. No one has ever done a four a five-star job. I think I've had ooh. the Springboks did a five-star job. Yeah, they won the World Cup. Okay, so I think that you need to soften up. No, 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 no. This is the problem. That's why our, our pass rate is thirty-three percent because we're 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 letting. Ah, let's just make it lower. Then if more people can pass. No. Lucky had this horrible experience at the hotel, but I think it was karma coming round to him because he never gives anybody a five-star rating. <laughs> karma because... So you give five stars all the time. Greg, any restaurant, the food will be bad. The, the, the meat will be cold. Okay, a five-star. The waiter was quite nice. No, because they we're not making it better. Okay, this is my idea. This is what I'll tell you. This is what I'll tell you. Okay. I, I go. Say an American or a European comes from holiday in South Africa mm-hmm. to a four-star or five-star place. Mm-hmm. They experience what I experienced. Now they go home to their European buddy. He won't believe it. Okay, I don't even know what accent that is. <laughs> this I, place was hard. I was in South Africa. This place was terrible. They say it's a four-star. I mean, what does this? What, what is a four-star in, in Europe? A four-star in Europe, you will pay, first of all, out of your Anushka. <laughs> Uber, Uber drivers get bonuses based on their stars. So you're taking food out of this man's hands. You're ripping it away from him. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you, that, no, you're no, okay with that? Is that the, no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm okay. I thought you had another point. No, no. That was that was one of my main points. No, no. But, <laughs> but this is why I'm okay. not going to, to, to argue this anymore. This is why we need you to help us decide Johannesburg. Is Lucky right or is he wrong for, for being a stickler? For the five star. Oh, oh, I thought we were talking about <laughs> you. Okay, all right. You're getting a three star. Is Lucky right or is he wrong? You decide. Leave a We've voice opened note. Up the People's Court. Lucky Duplessy is a stickler. You may see on apps, you get to give five-star ratings on Uber or you give them a zero mm. or you can uh, also rate food whenever you use certain things like you use the Marto. Or, yeah. Or you, you just get to you rate, rate places. You were on holiday, you went to a place. That it, said it, it was a four-star or it a five-star. It wasn't. And I don't know why they had the all there. Just say you're a five-star and well, I'd be more disappointed. <laughs> well, it's, it's what I think is karma. It's come around to bite you because... You're a nasty man who never gives five stars. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe in giving five stars. You like, think there's always room for improvement? Our boss actually came up with that saying. There's always room for improvement. Never give yourself a five out of five. Uh, I wanted you to help us out. 
decide this. Lucky, the Uber driver is there for you because your driving isn't five stars. <laughs> it uh, I use Uber when I've had a couple of toots. Okay. You know, then you're driving zero stars. Exactly. Mark, you, you've got a possible solution here for Lucky. I do, actually. First of all, compliments the season to everybody. You too, my brother. So, I think both of you are actually right. Um, on the one hand, nobody can get a five-star rating because there is always room for improvement. Agreed mm. on that. Yes. But then split the, the, the then split the rating. Okay. So if you go to a place and you say that the place is five-star or four-star, try and split the rating to say what out of five do you rate. So what are the facilities like out of five? What is the food like out of five? What is the sleeping condition like out of five? Uh. And then when you finish that, combine the rating and then give it a proper one. Like specifically for an Uber driver, yeah. you know, split the rating to say how punctual was he, how clean was the vehicle, how friendly was he, how was his driving. I gave a- each of those out of five and okay. then combine it. Okay. M- Mark, it sounds very stressful though. Just tapping the five and clicking OK is way quicker. It is, yes, but logically and morally, yeah. I think in your head, you would actually be rating a whole lot of things, not just saying, okay, you're one to five, let me give him a pause. No, you're, okay. you're, you're all right. Okay. But, 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 but having said that, Mark, I am one of the people that if I'm eating at a restaurant, okay, and mm-hmm. a steak or whatever I'm eating is really good, I will say to the waiter, hey, man, can you tell the chef, like, this is really amazing. I'm like, only going to well give him a three-star. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. I, agree. I will go I agree to... That's right, but I mean... In the same in, in the same breath, if you're eating a steak that's fantastic, but your waiter's got the attitude of a wet stompy, I mean, are you going to give the restaurant to five out of five? Oh, exactly. Mm. Okay, there okay. we go. Thank okay. you. Okay, thank you, Mark. That's true. A wet stompy. <laughs> Mark on morals there. Yeah, I like it. We should bring him back. Keep his number. Mark I on morals. I totally, totally agree with Lucky. There's always room for improvement. And likewise, if I had to rate myself, I never give myself top marks because I also have room for improvement. I like women who know themselves. That's great. This reminded me a little bit like uh, primary school sports tournaments. Yeah, when you, uh, you and everybody, they give the 11th guy a medal. It's like, how many medals did you bring, John? You, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> There's more medals here than kids who actually there. came out to play. <laughs> yes. Come on, man. Pull it together, dude. Goodness. What's our what's our resolution here? That you can continue being nasty? I think I can continue. I think nobody is perfect, therefore no one should get five out of five. You're a monster. Greg and Lucky on 947. And we want you to make 2020 your most interesting year ever. This entire week we've been asking you to help us populate a list of things to do in 2020. And then what we want you to do is take 20 of these things. There's going to be, say, 100 or 200. Take 20 of them and do them. So things you've never done before. If you've done them, you can't tick it off and say, I've done it. No, you have to do new experiences. So instead of setting one goal, do 20 different things. Maybe go for a hike, a picnic, skydive, whatever. We've got the whole list up on our Facebook page. You can uh, download it, print it out. And then tick things off as you go along. Yeah, you stick it on your wall at work, maybe at home. And every weekend, you're just like, ooh, uh, let's, let's go do white water rafting. Uh, we've also got a video up on Facebook. You can check it out on Twitter. Here's just a couple of the things. Travel. Go camping. Go sober for a month. Get married. Get a pet. Write someone a letter. Learn a strategy game. Learn sign language. Apologize. Tell someone you love them. Be brave. Take a selfie. Hug a stranger. Meet Greg and Lucky. That's the most important one. That's a, definitely the most important one. The final one. 
Final one. Yeah. Meet Greg, Greg and Lucky. Lucky. Make 2020 your most interesting year. New year, new me, baby. Check it out. You always should remember the first time you meet somebody. Especially if it's someone that you're with. Because it's that moment that defines the idea of what happened, how you guys connected. Yesterday, we were talking about what you, you're celebrating in 2020. And a caller got hold of us and said... She's celebrating 50 years of marriage. 50 years together. And for some reason, I don't know why, I felt asking her the question of what was the first thing that you said to your husband or what he said to you? LJ, I just want to ask you, do you remember what he said to you the first time he asked you out? Uh, no, I can't remember that. It's that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, went, I went to a bri yesterday and yeah. I asked that question to the people around the table. Like, listen, guys, what do you remember the first thing? that? What did they say? The one person said, when they were in university, they were both studying the same thing. Yeah. Same lectures, and he needed her notes. Of course, guys always get the girls' notes because the girls' notes are clean, uh, they're crisp, and they are so detailed. Yeah, if you're a matric, yeah. focus. focus. <laughs> Next year, you're going to need these notes. He called her out of the blue. She didn't have a number, so she's like, hello, who's this? His first words to her were, I'm your worst nightmare. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> They've been married for four years now. I so I, a lot. Of, I don't know if people know, but I, I worked with my wife. Well, before she was my wife, mm. she was just some lady. And I walked in and I saw this new person in this department, and I was like, "Wow, what a beautiful woman!" And and I kept walking in, and and she you find excuses to go to the printer. Yeah, and then eventually I turned to her and I said, "Hi, I'm so sorry. These people are being so rude. Nobody's introduced you to me. My name's Lucky." And then she was like, oh, hi, how you doing? How's it going? She was probably like, oh, God, who's that man? Who's this tryhard? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you at the printer for weeks now. What about you? I mean, you're getting married this year. I, I remember it quite distinctly. It was in the extremely classy establishment in Johannesburg known as the Colony Arms after 11 p.m. Yeah. If you've ever been there, you'll know it's a different it's, type of jaw. Yeah. And I saw this this girl across the room. I thought, hey, well, you know, let me let me... I'd, I'd by then plucked up enough courage. Yeah. I went up to her and I was like, hey, how you doing? My name's Greg. And her first words were, I'm not that kind of girl. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we're getting married in May. <laughs> we want to know from you, do you remember the first thing you said to your significant other? What they said to you? Was it weird? Was it funny? Today you're together, you tell people the story, but do you still remember it? What was it? So I met my husband in school and I actually approached him and I told him that he must fix my bike. I actually lied. I told him my bike's broken, which it wasn't. But oh. hey, look, we got married in September. <laughs> <laughs> At least I would have taken the wheel off or broken the, the rim or something, you know? Just get someone to stand on it. You just got to get him to get to the bicycle. I'm so sorry. The, the bicycle's broken. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Look at it. Yeah. Uh, Megan, tell us uh, what was it for you? It was after the 2010 World Cup first game. Yes. So um, we were actually at Italian club watching the the first game of the World Cup, uh-huh. and we were kind of eyeing each other out, you know. And uh, then we went to news cafe, and I actually saw him. Then he came straight up to me, and he was like. Hey, um, my ex is over there. Do you want to make her jealous? Oh. Uh, and I was quite keen because I'd been looking, him, looking at him, you know, the whole night. 
and uh, yeah, from then on we hooked up and uh, had a few conversations and here we are today, married for almost four years. Hey, oh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you want to yeah, make so her jealous. That's such quite, a line. quite a pickup line. <laughs> yeah, quite a pickup line. It worked. Well yeah. done, Megan. There <laughs> yeah. we go. Yes. It's, it's also a good story. That's a great story. Good morning, guys. Um, me and mine were friends for a long time, and the first thing he said to me was, would you be my valentine? My valentine? Valentine. Valentine. Okay, my valentine. But would you be my valentines is when you get a little tipsy out there with a whizzo. <laughs> okay. Uh, Christy, uh, you want to share with us uh, what, what your first ones were? <laughs> Hi, Greg and Lucky. How's it? Okay, so I, I can't understand what he said to me because he was extremely quiet and very nervous because he was meeting up with my sister. But then when I saw him, I looked at his feet, he was wearing flip-flops and he's a cricket player. And his left toe is like really ugly. So I just said to him, listen, your toes are hideous. <laughs> and he like hit his toe and he was like, um, uh, it has like, um, uh, yeah. And then he couldn't speak. And I was like, um, okay, never mind. This guy is just weird. Oh my god, you you insulted the man because he had ugly toes. Yes, Christy, um, does he still have ugly toes? Yeah, of course. Yes, of course he does. Okay. Like, he said, I found out later that he had the toe removed because of the bowling and the, like it keeps like shoving into the front of the shoe. Um, so he like a few weeks before that he had the toenail removed. But till this day, he has like two nails on his big toe. Uh, okay, okay, okay. There's okay, a lot of information you, we didn't you, need to know. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> The oh, first like day that I met my husband was through mutual friends and at about one o'clock in the morning we decided to go to Presley's Action Bar and I tried to convince him to come to Action Bar and I said, listen, do you want to come to Action Bar? And all he said to me was, do we get action at Action Bar? Oh my lord. It worked. It worked. So I met my boyfriend on Tinder. Um, his pictures were extremely vague. They were either pictures of him that was taken far away or he had sunglasses on. So we went on our first date and when we got there um, and I saw him, the first thing I said was, Oh, hi, wow, you look so different. You think that's a compliment or an insult? (laughs) Either way. Keep these stories coming in. No one says no to me. That is what one of my friends said the first time she met her husband. No one says no to me. (laughs) We want to know, what was that first thing that uh, you said to your partner or your partner said to you when you met? Tracy, what was your story? Hi. Um, My husband and I used to work in one of the major banks. And on a Friday afternoon at top was three when the bank closed my friend and I decided we would get some beers and put it in a coffee mug and now I'm giving away my age we sat on the floor and we filed the checkbooks okay <laughs> while we drank our beer in a coffee mug excellent yeah. 
Um, my husband was obviously one of the more senior people in the bank to me because I was only 19 at that stage and we were making a big noise, me being the noisy one. And he came over to the counter and slammed his hands on the counter, looked over and said, shut up, you pippy jolla, you're making a noise. You pippy jolla. Shut up, you pippy. Oh. <laughs> Tracy, now tell me something. Why did you, uh, how did you guys end up falling in love? Well, uh, one of my other colleagues, said to us to come over for a braai and we got together thereafter and we've been married for 28 years. Did you ever say to him, if you ever speak to me like you did on the first day, we will be having none of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Tracy. (laughs) Cheers. The first thing I ever said to my husband is, can I trust you? Because 25 years ago, I was on my way to the station Um, in the morning very early and he stopped next to me and he asked me can I give you a lift and we've been married for 18 years now oh can Can I give you a lift can I trust you yes (laughs) that's what all the serial killers say (laughs) of course you can trust me I'm uh... Denise uh, yours happened at a rugby game yes we were at the Boma and uh, my friend and I were waiting for my daughter and uh, she came, she was behind this man walking in front of her and he looked so shy and when he came up the steps I said to him, you know I've been waiting for you all my life and he, and he quipped me something and my friend thought I'd gone crazy anyway we went into the rugby game, watched the rugby game and another friend of mine said she'd like to introduce me to somebody and we went down to the bar and she tapped this person on the shoulder and he turned around and it was him Oh. oh no, not you. Oh. <laughs> I've been waiting oh. for you all my life. That's brilliant. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been married for six years and know one another for 10 years. Wow, <laughs> excellent, Denise. Thanks so much. Thank you. Have a nice day. You, you too. too. Uh, our initial caller who said she didn't remember, obviously it wasn't as eventful as one of these <laughs> ones. The, the, the Greg and Blucky Podcast. If you could, would you divorce your in-laws? It's pretty much what Meghan Markle's done. Yes, what's it called there? Megxit. The Megxit. We want to know from you, is there something that your in-laws do that go, and it, maybe it was in the beginning, it drove you mad and now you've gotten used to it, but it could have almost like just deal you over the edge. Like, I'm not, I can't, I'm sorry, I gotta get out of here. My mother-in-law makes me chicken as a vegetable and I do not eat meat, so yay. <laughs> she must be Greek. That's so funny. My brother is always, he says, oh, we have your vegetables. And then it's chicken. Then it's like, chicken. No, 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 dude, that, that doesn't count. Gala, uh, if, why would you divorce your in-laws? Hi. Um, well, my, my in-laws are pretty great, except every time my fiance and I want to do something like go to a restaurant or museum and we don't invite them they make us feel absolutely guilty about it and they constantly phone we get a phone call every day so it drives us a little bit insane every day (laughs) yes every day (laughs) and then they guilt trip you as well I hope you enjoyed the movie I would have liked to have watched that too yes and we also live in the same complex as them. So. No, danger. <laughs> no. I, I've, I'd, I'd, I'd have put that foot down. I said, no, no, no. I just said that's one thing I would never do. You shouldn't live in the same as your parents. I think it's weird. You're supposed to move out yeah, of home. Yeah, move out of home. I thought, yeah. Oh, Gala, good no. luck. <laughs> Thank you. 
I got married three weeks ago to an American. His family hasn't even met me and they hate my guts. His mother already said I'm not welcome in her home when I come to America and uh, the daughters all want to take me out. Take you out for dinner or, or take you out? Yeah, like, like knock you out. <laughs> yeah, like it's a big, you got to be very good. Charlie, uh, you've jumped the gun here. You've already divorced your in-laws. Good morning, lads. Yeah, and I, 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 I divorced the in-laws last year, July. Um, multiple reasons, but one big thing was we went on every holiday together. Every single one. Oh. Like there was no holidays where you guys were by yourself? In the beginning, maybe like five. And then from then on, it's every like holiday. On one hand, and then like, so we were together for 15 years. <laughs> so it became like, oh, we're going to some city, all of us. Oh, look, we're going to go to the Kruger, all of us. Oh, no, oh, look, you, go, all you of do us. need that alone time, Charlie. It's... I'm, I'm going to go to bed. Oh, we'll come with you. No. No. Oh, wow. Okay. So, Charlie. And open the door while you're sleeping. Good morning. Good morning. Oh. We're going to go all together for a walk. All oh, of us. Just leave me alone. Yeah. So, Charlie, did that lead to your actual divorce? No, no, no. It's a uh, long. It's a long. It's no, just a long. Not... It's a long fight with the family. Not we can only discuss divorce. this on seven hundred two, where we have the time no. to talk more. <laughs> no, we're not going to have an intensive discussion and dissect it. <laughs> okay. Um, That's but good. It was one of the one of the elements. Okay. okay. Thanks, right. Charlie. Um, you guys just touched like the biggest topic ever. I chose to spend my Christmas with my in-laws mm-hmm. this year. It was the worst nightmare. My husband and I are actually planning to just leave South Africa already because I can't be around them. They just get to my nerves all the time. Leaving the country. What are you leaving for? Is it ESCOM? Is it, is it the crime? No, 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 no. The in-laws. 